everybody. This is the Apple Brides Podcast. Where we drink coffee and we spill the beans with your very own wedding day specialists. Like today's guest, we will have open conversations with local vendors and wedding specialists with topics that will help you and inspire you to plan efficiently for your wedding day. The Apple Brides Podcast is coming, you, coming to you from Spokane, located in beautiful Inland Northwest in Washington State, which we like to think is a perfect place for a perfect wedding. From beautiful mountaintop wedding venues, orchards, farms, waterfronts, wineries, and historic venues, there's something for every style. Well, hello, I'm your host, Doyle Wheeler, and my co-host is... Carrie Wheeler. So... And today we have Jessica Atkins and Piper Scott, Scott <laughs> yep. with us from Sweet Frosting. I shared my last name with you guys. No. That's fair. <laughs> so did someone say cake? You just did. <laughs> if you're feeling over, if you're feeling overwhelmed by that to-do list from your wedding coordinator, um, or it gives you the guilty feeling of ignoring it completely, you've come to the right place because our guest today has been making sweet treats and cakes since she was a teenager with her mom, and I know for a fact Piper is the wedding professional at Sweet Frosting's Blissful Bake Shop in Spokane, Washington. That she is. Thank you. So Thank welcome, you so Jessica and Piper. <laughs> Yeah, thanks for having us. Thank you so much for having yeah. us. We're really excited to be here. Um, Apple Brides is something that we just love, so we're excited to be a part of it. Awesome. Very cool. Well, welcome. So tell us a little bit about Sweet Frostings and like wait, where it's come from, where it's gone. Let's have fun. Yeah, no, Sweet Frostings has been really a majority of my life. It's been at least half of it. Um, but yeah, my mom started it in um, 2011. And she did it with a friend. She was a, a baker her entire life. She started when I, she was about my age now. And she worked in other like grocery stores and bakeries. She moved up in those um, areas and taught other people how to decorate cakes. She's very artistic. Um, she ended up being a like nationwide merchandiser for like a bigger corporation. And it just took her away from home and it, it was not as fun as, you know, being involved in something that's purely you, you know? Mm -hmm. So she ended up opening her own business with her friend. Um, I was only 14 at the time and I was so excited. I thought it was just the coolest thing. I was one of those people that like, when you get into like your apron, I would immediately throw flour on my face to just <laughs> get it started. Like we're in this, it's wartime and- War paint. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Exactly. And so, yeah, it's just, it's um, a passion of mine and I'm so excited to keep it going. It's been her passion most of her life and um, we're just, we have a lot of fun. It's very creative. It's hard work and it's very satisfying at the end of the day to see everything that you made and seeing it make other people happy. Where did she start at? Um, she started, I believe, at Safeway. She okay. was a, a cashier and she hated it and yeah. <laughs> she ended up transferring into the bakery department and she was like their only like cake decorator and it just was another medium of art mm -hmm. you know she was an artist and when you draw or paint or sculpt you know a lot of that is translates into cake decorating yeah definitely. Piper um can definitely talk on that because Piper <laughs> was one of our main cake decorators for a very long time and um it's just so artistic and creative and it really tests all of your skills in mm -hmm. uh, sculpting, painting, just carving. Yeah, it's, it's very um, 
dynamic and it involves a lot of talent. Very cool. So cool. But did your mom own, uh, like she, did she start Sweet Frostings or did you? Yeah. Okay. So she where was her first location? Downtown, with, where, downtown we where we are currently. Cool. We, okay. we were very small when we first opened. It was probably half the size. Um, but when STCU bought the Hutton building, we expanded. They asked us to serve coffee and serve more things. Um, we started out just selling cakes, cupcakes, and pastries. So we didn't have the delicious Doma coffee that we make and serve and we create. utilize daily. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, we didn't have um, any savory foods. We now are, are serving some flatbreads right now. We just do lots of lots of fun baked okay, items. Cool. Awesome. It's come a long way, actually. It has. Awesome. And it keeps growing. We are working on doing some YouTube tutorials together. Um, we also plan on doing some fun classes and events. Yeah, so we're we're going we're going for all the things. We're we're kind of more of like a lifestyle. We want to help you if you want to do it on your own. We can help you do that. If you want to do it, um, just super extra, we can help you do that. If you don't want to do anything, we can do everything for you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, from my personal experience working uh, around Sweet Frostings in the past and being back in the cake decorating room, which I call the <laughs> sweetest place in Spokane. Um, a bunch of fine gals are dropping some serious cakes down, down and it looks amazing. So that's where I met Piper. Yeah. Um, so I've been uh, with Sweet Frostings now. It will have been two years last August. Um, and from the get-go, I knew that this was the place I wanted to be. Um, I've worked in, this is now my third bakery. Uh, fresh out of high school, one of my teachers, I think he was a, like a computer science teacher, he taught me how to type or like play garage band or something on Max. Um, he told me he loved my work ethic and I should come work in his wife's cupcake shop. Um, was not expecting something as big as it was. And from there, I was able to figure out how to do all of it. Um, I literally picked up cake decorating. No one asked me to do it. I just needed something for the front and I just did it. Um, I was also a very talented artist, so she's kind of selling that. But it, no, it was. I mean, thank you, thank you so much. And I'm trying to be better with that, uh, taking that compliment. So thank you. <laughs> um, but no, it it really was just kind of something that kind of fell into my lap. And I, fresh out of high school, went and applied, got the job, figured out I knew how to do it. Um, and then when I moved to Spokane, I worked for. Um, another bakery locally and tried my hand at beauty school. So I went and did hair for a little bit and then just realized that the bakery is really just where I'm happiest. Um, so I went and applied at Sweet Frostings. Um, that day or the next day I came in for an interview, um, found out I got the job and was a cake decorator for about eight or nine months uh, and then became a cake decorating manager, which led to a lot of happy tears. I'm not going to lie. I'm a happy crier. Um, but it was, it was amazing to be able to have such freedom and be able to produce the creativity that I just, I had and, um, to be blessed with such a position as quickly as I did, I could see that not only were they, 
could they recognize that I did, I could do what I was doing, but they saw the potential into so much more of that, which is why I'm now in wedding and events in a completely other side of the bakery. And she helps people's dreams come true. <laughs> she creatively helps them. And with, I make them sweet. <laughs> yeah. With wedding, anything. We we really are above and beyond customer service. If, if you need somebody to I don't know, even like plan your wedding for you. We are like, <laughs> let us help you. If you're doing it yourself, like don't. We would love to make yeah. that easier for you any yeah. way we can. Yeah, you did great with Miranda's our daughter's Thank wedding. You. Yeah, yeah no, I her. I will definitely pry my way easy. into your wedding as yes. quickly yes. as I can. But <laughs> you'll love it. You'll love it. <laughs> I think it was the week of one of our decorators. My first week, uh, one of our decorators was getting married that week. Um, and I was like, oh, I hear you need a wedding. Like, you need someone to, to bark orders at everybody. I can do it. Like, I can yeah. help you. She had no idea who I was. <laughs> now we're great friends. And I, I absolutely adore her. But I, I love being a part of it. I love helping. And especially with something as big as this is and what the whole ceremony and the, the party, the celebration represents, I love being able to help that just flow, help that be as seamless as it should be. And just let you enjoy your day. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah it's awesome. Cool. Yeah. I've personally seen your work in action with customers I don't know. And they're <laughs> extremely at ease, happy to ask questions. They, they don't have, they don't feel awkward. It's very, very inviting. So I, I really appreciate that attitude that you bring to the table. It take, what would you say? Um, it takes away that intimidation factor for things you don't know. Yeah. So. I mean, not everybody is like, been married a thousand times so a lot of times it's <laughs> the first time exactly. that's definitely fair and you know questions are normal we want people to feel comfortable and they, we want them to feel proud of what they get at the end result because it's a lot of times a interpretation of them and their personality so well if brides or couples or moms and parents or whatever are listening to this podcast we're here to tell you everything you need to know about wedding cakes and i've seen the wedding cakes that come out of sweet frostings and, and one thing I'm a huge fan of is cake. I've tasted Same. their cakes. It's amazing. Anyway, we're going to get into some deep details about wedding cakes. Yeah. Let's. All right. Let's do it. So where did the wedding tradition, where did the wedding cake tradition come from? This is a long story. I, I do have some notes here. And so we'll just touch base on it may go back farther than you thought. Because <laughs> wedding cakes are seen as far back as Roman times. And it used to be bread is what I found out. Hmm. Um, and they used to break the bread over the bride's head for good fortune. That's horrible. Yeah. That's so <laughs> let's not do that ever again. We're glad that's back in the day and not recorded. At least it's not cake. I don't know. I'm going to be that weirdo who breaks bread at my wedding. Why not? Let's do it. <laughs> I'll take good fortune. Why not? Good rolls for sure. Oh, my word. Can you imagine it, having a wedding cake made out of bread? You know I can. As long as it's like like really sweet bread. You know, like it kind oh, of it. Like Hawaiian bread. Yeah, yeah Hawaiian bread. Yeah. Cinnamon roll I cake. Yeah. I could be down. Texas Roadhouse, like buttery rolls, you know what I'm talking about? All right, never mind. I'm thinking more like I digress. Sally's homemade cinnamon roll. Ooh. Like yes. her sweet bread, her Christmas bread. Like the bread. squirrel yes. bread. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. She makes so amazing yeah. sweet yeah. bread. Yeah. So fast forward to twenty twenty-three. Talk to us about what you see the tradition of cakes at weddings, et cetera, because we all know you don't have to choose a cake. Yeah, I mean, we have done all sorts of things. We've done a Rice Krispie Treat cake once. We've done cheesecake cakes. 
we did a tiered cheesecake cake. Um, oh, wow. Okay. We have done uh, brownie cakes, no-bake cakes. It's really whatever whatever the, the customer wants. We, we can get pretty creative. We make a lot of fun desserts, cookies, macarons. Um, and, you know, we're, we're a whole team full of creatives. So if you have an idea or even like the start of an idea, we get those pitched to us. We get drawings. We get all sorts of things. And we just have the most fun helping people reach that goal. Sometimes, you know, reality makes a fire breathing dragon cake. Gravity, just in general. Gravity, (laughs) flame versus butter, not a good idea. But, you know, we can totally make something similar. We've done dragons um, with wings. We've done dragons like going up a three-tier cake and the bride and groom cut it with a sword. You You know, there's like lots of fun creative ideas that people are are really getting into and being really unique as a couple. And we just love, love doing that. So present day, um, brides and grooms have just so much freedom and luxury of doing whatever they want. Yeah. And even if you, they don't have an idea, you guys still do a great job. I mean, really, like that. I think that was our experience with Miranda and Jerry's. I love that. that it, honestly, this is great. I've you don't have to able... be super creative yourself to come up with a great cake. You guys yeah, have that available. Just, Yep. Just be there, be present, you know, yep. and we'll we'll figure it out. That's I do right. this nine to five daily. I'll That's figure. Right. I'll help you. <laughs> one of our <laughs> together. One of our things that we do that I I really like is brides and grooms don't even know like if they don't have an idea, we just get to know them. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. Piper will sit down with the bride and groom, and we'll just ask them questions about what they like to do and what what they do together, and mm-hmm. how did you guys meet? And we just get to know that couple, and then we can go from there on how to make that translate into one of the main focal points of your day, which is your cake and your cake cutting and how to make that unique to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, like she said, that is genuinely one of my absolute favorite consultations is when brides and grooms or couples will come in and they're like, I I know I want cake. And I'm like, <laughs> well, you come to the right place. Let's get started. And just having, um, I mean, obviously having photos to look through so that they can kind of see like this is what I'm describing or ideas that bounce off incorporating gold or doing something more rustic or just things like that really help cultivate the creativity for them so that they can pick and choose what they like and what they dislike but I can be there to help kind of like a little shaman I'm a cake shaman it's just <laughs> what I do <laughs> do you guys still do a lot of tiered wedding cakes Oh yeah. So, yeah, definitely. Yeah, we do tons of tiered wedding cakes, and um, we love to do tiered wedding cakes. They're very popular right now, um, but people ha- have all sorts of ideas with with cakes and how they can tier them, or they can have three separate different size cakes. I've seen that really popular this year of doing yeah. multiple single tier cakes, like on the on same table. Mm-hmm. On, okay. Oh, yeah. Like okay. each of the tiers are broke apart, but they're on a different part of the table. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or even I've had, I had a client who did a, a four tier cake, a three tier cake and a two tier cake because instead of putting them on stands, she just wanted to have the height difference and the variety mm-hmm. within the table. She also wanted like nine different flavors. So each tier was a different flavor. And wow. It was honestly, it was a really cool idea. It was a very simple design, but the the elaborate idea behind all of it was more in the structure versus the display. Yeah. And really, you can do that with tiered cakes. You can do 
the dessert bars and have Mm -hmm. more elaborate variety. You can have more elaborate as far as height or shape. So while we're talking about this, what is a dessert bar? Yeah. So a dessert bar is going to be like a variety of options, um, but of different dessert items that you wouldn't normally see. Uh, So like a tiered cake is very traditional to to a wedding. It's pretty standard and it's been done and it's still elegant and beautiful and timeless. Um, But not all people are cake people. Some people want cupcakes or some people want lemon bars or cookies or brownies and macarons and all of these things and making them bite-sized pieces Mm -hmm. makes it a little bit easier to offer that variety without necessarily breaking the bank, excuse me. Mm -hmm. Um, And then it also gives your guests more of those options because I love cake, but I know not everybody loves cake. Some people want a tart lemon bar or a really gooey brownie and having all of those options uh, in a dessert bar kind of helps keep everyone happy and everyone satisfied with options to try. Some people are like me, where you just want cake and a cookie and <laughs> Sometimes the lemon bar. They're also bite-sized, like I said, so there's less calories. That's how that works. <laughs> so if somebody was to come to Sweet Frostings for a consultation, mm-hmm. and they didn't really know if they wanted a dessert bar or if they were going to have a cake or cupcakes or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, is, is there a process of elimination that comes down in a conversation to figure out what that is for that person? Because it's a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to get married. Definitely. And this is the cake of cakes. Definitely. That is fair. Um, for the most part, I'd say it really just comes back to really getting to know the, the couple and really understanding what kind of desserts do they like. Because, yes, the guests are showing up to celebrate with them, but if they are not cake people, then I am not going to try and push a four-tier wedding cake. I'm not going to try and make cupcakes happen for them. I'm going to figure out what do they like? What do they want to do a cake cutting, air quotes, with (laughs) um, for their ceremony? Do they want to do a brownie cake, like Jessica said? Are they more cheesecake people? What do you want a lemon bar that's got some, like, 80s buttercream swags on it? Sure, we'll make something happen. We'll try and figure it out. Um, but to answer your question, it really just comes down to getting to know the couple and understanding what they prefer. And the guests will, will figure out with the dessert bar and we'll give them their options. Um, but yeah, just a conversation really. I feel like we kind of trailed off from what your cakes are all about. This is a good yeah. conversation. <laughs> well, I mean, we do also have everything else, the lemon bars, the brownies. and I'd like to see a tiered lemon bar. That'd be pretty rad. The structure of it, maybe. Lemon bar's a little soft. Hundred <laughs> degree day. Yeah. We can do a lemon flavored cake though. Oh, with lemon mm-hmm. curd filling. With lemon curd Ooh. filling, it's almost like mm-hmm. a lemon bar. It's still zesty and, and delicious the same way. It's all the things. A little bit more structure. <laughs> yeah, totally. And we make all of our fillings in house, and they are just insanely good. The lemon curd is definitely one of my favorites, and I am intolerant to citrus. So I'll still Ooh. suffer through it. It's so, it's that good. It That's is awesome. so yummy. Awesome. Are you guys, do you guys supply cake, cake toppers also on your cakes? We do. We can make them. Um, we also have some in store that people can purchase, like a Mr. and Mrs. or, okay. uh, you know, things like that. Um, but we have done some really fun cake toppers. Um, can you think of some of the like crazy cake toppers yeah, we've done? Is- yeah, so I mean, most common will end up doing will some somehow incorporate the couple's pets, and I think that is such a cute way to keep them included, um, especially within the cake side of it, because they can't necessarily mm-hmm. eat it. 
Um, but we've done uh, 3D recreations of little dogs or cats. I know on Jessica's wedding cake, we somehow incorporated like palette knife cat yeah. faces on it, if I remember correctly. <laughs> it was pretty cool. It was really cute. But we've I'm a done... cat person. <laughs> we've done quite a few fun ones. Um, my favorite are always going to be the pop culture references. Uh, we do a lot of Lord of the Rings, Harry Potter, um, and finding ways to make those elegant. We did um, the chairs from the couple and yeah. up. Like, oh, interesting. Yeah, that like really... their living room chairs. Yeah. Oh, cool. So wow. one of them was like a short little boxy, like mm-hmm. pretty drab little chair, and the other one was like this really cute, huge, tall, like back, high back, fancy, like yeah. back. Yeah, they cute. were so precious. Ours was ours was back in 1998. The glass, the the bird, the heart. Yes. yes. Oh, oh yes. it's already broken. It's swans oh, or no. something. <laughs> it was like the that was really popular. Was so popular. Cake top back then. We made these little two, like we made them. They were like custom little birds on top of like a, a cake. And that was really cute too. I think that might've been before me, but I've seen pictures. They were adorable. I think that was a long time ago. Yeah, it was at Downport Historic and they had these really cute little birds yeah. on top. Like I'm saying, 1998. It was like the puffy sleeve. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah a lot of the pictures I've seen, the photos I've seen on the internet from local photographers, uh, I see cakes without toppers and I see mm-hmm. cakes with toppers. So what in the world is a topper for? Like, is there a reason for it or is it just like a personality thing or? Yeah. So, I mean, I did a little bit of research into that because truthfully, this was a learning experience for me. Um, I always thought of it just to be as uh, a simple way to incorporate a little bit of personality to your cake, whether that be like a TARDIS on top of your cake or cute little birds kissing or something of that nature. Um, but it is a very new, um, tradition. It's a newer, a newer trend really. Uh, but really the history that I saw for it was, it was just a last minute. Um, the baker wanted to put something on for her daughter, um, Mm. to symbolize the love and unity between her daughter and now husband. Um, and I mean, really that's, all it is, but there's fun ways that you can do it that can make it a little bit more unique. I think traditions are out anymore, like Green. with all of that. I mean, you know, like if they want one, they, yeah. they're definitely modernized yeah. quite a bit. Yeah, for sure. Or evolved. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. it's like you're still showing that like unity. You're still doing like mm-hmm. the the boy in up and the girl in up. You know, you're still doing the like two or the two little birds kissing. It's still representing you and your fiance, mm-hmm. but it's more you and unique. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit more personal to the couple specifically. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we have a a, bre- or a couple coming up that are doing like Mr. and Mrs. Daleks, if you know what those are. I don't. They're from you tell. Doctor Who. They're oh, one, of the, yeah, okay. one of the enemies. They kind of look like R2-D2 um, and they want to exterminate the doctor and whatever. But one of them's going to be wearing a little veil and the other one's a little bow tie. Mr. and Mrs. Dalek. They love <laughs> Doctor Who. And I mean, it's a sign of unity and it's... It, symbolizes their love together but it's specific to them and that's it's, cool it's a really sweet sentiment i think yeah so we've talked about different kinds of cakes and why cakes and where cakes came from but why do couples have to cut their cake at the wedding this is an open discussion yeah <laughs> and i mean the history behind it it's it's not exactly a modern idea but what we do now is the the bride has their hand on the the cake cutter and the groom places his hand over that and it just is meant to symbolize 
his support for the bride and promising to take care of her. Um, and it's just kind of a, a first thing you do together as a married couple, you know, we're going to like do this together. We're going to go into this journey together and it can be sweet. It doesn't have to be this scary, <laughs> ominous thing. Like it can be cake and we do it together and it's great. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they, people cut their cakes and then, um, usually they end up having their photographer photograph that you feed each other. And then it goes into like your caterer cutting your cake or somebody mm. cutting it for you. Um, it can be quite a big job when you have 200 plus <laughs> Definitely can. I don't recommend yeah. cutting your own cake yeah, for the for wedding. Sure. How many, how many cake cutters are there usually when there's all those cakes Tiered cakes usually at a table. We talked usually about usually just one person. Yeah. It, wow. Okay. I mean, that's what dessert bars are are so nice. Yeah. You don't have to have anybody there to cut your yeah. cake. A lot of caterers will cut your cake for you. Um, if you invite a sweet frostings person to your wedding, you know that it's inevitable. We can do it. <laughs> it um, will happen. I've done uh, for my cousin. I did her wedding cake as her uh, wedding gift. And in heels and a cute little cocktail dress, I'm over there cutting four tiers, serving it to everybody. I'll, we'll it, make it happen. For it you. is quite the job. And we do give all of our guests um, and clients uh, cake cutting guides if they mm-hmm. need help okay. with it. Oh, wow. Yeah. So that's... That some... rice crispy one. <laughs> <laughs> Shapes are the same. Shapes are the same. But yeah, we just... Um, yeah. Cutting your cake doesn't have to be this ominous thing. A lot of people do get really nervous about cutting your cake. Um, but yeah, we, we try to make it as easy as, as possible. Well, from photo or from being a shooter at a wedding and, uh, being in the middle of it, cake cutting is a very pivotal part of the whole event, uh, mm-hmm. the celebration or however you want to portray this. Um, so I, I would just throw this out here and, and, and I'm looking, for, I, I'm hoping that there'll be some, uh, some good commentary on this, but, um, wedding planners and photographers know right when you should cut the cake. And they, they can feel it. They know when the good shot's going to happen. They know when mm-hmm. the backgrounds are going to look the best. And that's all because the bride has said, this is when we want to cut the cake. So I'm just saying, if you want it at 4 p.m., we're cutting the cake. And, and brides are hardline on that. If it's at 4.15 and the sunset's perfect, you might want to talk to your photographer and get input. Ask. Because it, it does matter. So that said, you've been around cakes more than us. What are your thoughts on that? Like, it's an important part of the wedding, but how would, how would you encourage a, a, a future bride or couple to figure out what that should look like at their wedding? Definitely. Um, personally, when it comes to the wedding planning, um, and this is just coming from, the, from my perspective, I visualize it more as a flow of the event, mm-hmm. just not necessarily seeing the sunsets in my head, um, which is great to work with your photographers and figure that out as well. Um, but in my perfect world, I would envision um, your entrance to the reception, everybody, the welcoming of the couple, the introduction of the couple, all that fun stuff, um, going into your dinner, following dinner with your toasts, and then your cake cutting. Because then if you want to have cake, the cake is available and it's been done. If you don't want to eat your cake right now, hit the dance floor, let's party. We've already had dinner and it just... To me, that seems to be one of the best places going to be right after your toasts, as the toasts Mm -hmm. are kind of wrapping up. It's also the time of your dinner's wrapping up, and it's a good time to serve dessert. If people are still full, it's 
you've cut the cake. There's no, once the, you know, bride and groom cut the cake, there's not that pressure of like, when, when is the cake happening? Mm -hmm. I really want cake. I hope they cut the cake soon, you know? Mm -hmm. (laughs) So it's cut, it's done. It's a buildup. Yeah, it's a buildup. Anticipation. And then people can either have their cake or they can dance first and then get it after. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's, I mean, the, the timing is, there's so much. Matter of fact, there's so much here about this. I think we'll just write a blog about it. Uh, like when the perfect time to cut the cake is because it's only perfect for you. It's perfect for the couple. Yeah. yeah. It's, there's so many ways to do this. So we'll put this in a blog post and get that out there. Then um, you don't have to listen One really to cool idea I, I've heard of is having your, your knife and your, what do you call the the server yeah having them engraved and having that like having generations in the family on that on that and like have it it engraved like your wedding date your name and wedding date that's super cool that is really cute so it's just an idea idea. of like having more meaning to it is really cool because Miranda and Jared when they got married um Jared's family had a knife that had already been engraved by three families Mm -hmm. so three generations yeah grandpa and grandma and then their folks and then his sister and brother-in-law and now Jared and Miranda. Mm-hmm. Such a great idea. Oh, that is really pretty sweet. Cool. Yeah, the last pretty cool. two weddings in my family and this is really ironic because of what we do but we couldn't find a cake knife the day of the wedding. <laughs> no way. But you know Sweet Frostings now does sell some cake knives Smart. if you need <laughs> Um, definitely learned on the go there and yeah, you know, we figured it out. Cater had a knife somewhere. I just love those little <laughs> things that no one else sees or knows about yeah. that it's only the bride and groom. It's just super cool. Those are know. one of the most special things about I a think wedding. So too. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's, it's like you said with your topper, it's the nostalgia and the memory mm-hmm. attributed to that specific item. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. something that you can keep in your kitchen and you can use when you cut up birthday cakes or you just can get yeah. the warm and fuzzies yeah it's just it's a nice way to remember that yeah i think so too it's awesome so i think i called you did i call you on how to wrap a, a wedding mm-hmm. cake was that okay yeah i talked that, to you about that, that. Was indeed me. do you have any tips on that on how to to preserve a cake yeah okay absolutely i mean whether you're saving your top tier for an anniversary or you just want to save it for after your honeymoon and you have like a month-long honeymoon Um, There's definitely quite a few um, different tips to that. Uh, First and foremost, I would recommend not cutting any of the cake away if you can help it. Letting the um, cake remain intact will help eliminate the potential of exposed pores, allowing for airflow into your cake and whatnot. And that buttercream is going to be a solid shell, if you will, Mm -hmm. um, to prevent that from happening. If you do cut into it, wrapping saran wrap directly against the cake would help. Um, I also advise if it is uncut to refrigerate it for about 20, 30 minutes before you try to go and wrap it in saran wrap because that will smear everywhere. (laughs) It'll just make a mess and it's not fun for anybody. And if you want to preserve any sort of design that you did on the cake Mm -hmm. as well, freezing it or refrigerating it a little bit just to get the butter and like the decor hardened. Little, a little bit more solid to help preserve that. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, yeah, just wrapping it in cellophane or saran wrap, plastic wrap, whatever you want to call it. Um, and then putting that into a box if there's any exposed corners. Most cakes are round and boxes are square. Filling those corners with more cellophane. What that's going to do is eliminate any potential airflow 
within the box itself, boxing it shut, and then saran wrap the box. Use like a whole roll of cling wrap <laughs> and then throw that bad boy in a freezer. Um, and I mean, if you wait to save it for your one year anniversary, which we understand is tradition, um, understand it is a year old cake. This isn't a foolproof method. Yes. Um, but it'll definitely give it the optimal chance of survival and, and drying out and tasting really like a one-year cake. <laughs> I've had the pleasure of talking to a ton of our past brides who have saved the cake. And with, with these recommendations and like them really wanting to save it as tradition, they said that it tasted just like the day that they got it. If you wrap it correctly and you you take care of it and you don't like move and let it thaw and then refreeze it and let it thaw like (laughs) if you if you really want your cake to be intact and you and you take some of these tips you can have a cake that reminds you of your day and tastes just the same um we don't freeze our cakes like that but like I said my my brides have come back to me and told me like oh my gosh it froze so well and like we had such a good experience with it so Awesome. Yeah, my uh, mom, we were in Minnesota, our year anniversary, mm-hmm. and I was expecting Tyler, and she flew with our topper Aww. all the way from here to Minnesota. Aww. It was so sweet in her suitcase. <laughs> so in her suitcase. In her suitcase. I'm hoping carry on. Yes, carry I'm on. carry on. And yeah, she brought it to our little apartment. It was really cool. I we think got to celebrate our first, yeah. our first year with it. And honestly, that was like the coolest memory of our wedding. I look like the I ate the year. cake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's getting ready to uh, pop a biscuit. <laughs> but all that said, um, these little traditions and things that we're talking about today, just about cakes, can really set the, what would you say, the playing field for the rest of the family traditions coming up. So yeah, there's old really school things coming in. You can change it. Yeah. Be creative. It also gets your family involved too. If it is traditional, um, bring your bring your mother in law to your cake tasting. Bring mm-hmm. your bridesmaid or your sister. Like it's really a fun experience to eat cake together mm-hmm. and just be a part of that. And bringing somebody into that with you makes them feel really involved and special. In your cake tastings, mm-hmm. do you is there a limit on how many people can come or? So, I mean, not really. Okay. For the most part, it ends up being the couple and maybe two or three other people. Okay. Um, not necessarily necessarily the limit needs to be that. Um, just keeping in mind that when you do bring a bunch of extra people, <laughs> you're bringing a bunch of extra opinions. And mm-hmm. there may be yes. louder opinions than your own. And as the bride or the groom or the couple, your guys' opinion is really what's going to matter. Um, so bring whoever you'd like with you. I mean, this we're trying to make you feel as comfortable as you'd like or as you should feel, and this should be as seamless and easy. It's the, literally the sweetest part mm-hmm. of the ceremony. Mm-hmm. Um, and we want to make you feel comfortable, but like I said, bringing a bunch of people brings a lot of back and It, it forth. can also bring stress to the bride yeah. and groom. So, I mean, having just like one or two people that are really special to you mm-hmm. that you want to f- them to feel involved in some opinion. of your yeah. Yeah, decision-making, mm-hmm. it's really, it's a good experience for those about your family um, to feel involved and feel like their mm-hmm. opinion matters. And it's more intimate when it's just a couple of you. And yeah. I've had a lot of guests bring their little kiddos and I swear, they're 
I am definitely involved with the couple and I'm trying to this, that, and the other thing, but I am, I am serving for that child. They are the cutest little thing. <laughs> I will give you extra cupcakes if you bring your, your little kiddos with you. I'm not kidding. Your dessert might end up like Disney themed because we get, <laughs> we get really close with your child. We do a lot of birthday cakes and you know. Absolutely. I'll just hand you my business card and you just come back in a couple months and we'll make their cake for them. But it's it's always a bunch of fun to get to meet not only the couple and understand their story, but meeting their additional characters and their family and their loved ones. It's 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 all so much fun to have that little window into their world. So new couples pro tip. (laughs) <laughs> if you're going to a cake tasting, bring kids. You get extra. Ask for Piper. <laughs> Ask for Piper and bring that sweet, sweet baby. As as a un you know child, I'm a childless person. I really enjoyed my cake tasting as like a little date night. So it's really mm-hmm. however you want to do it. It can be a really fun family bonding event, or you can get the sitter and you could. We we serve alcohol. You can have a glass of wine and you can really have a fun date night with your sure. your future husband and you know. It's one of the very few things that men tend, I mean, as like a general, this is very generalized. There are some people whose husbands are very involved in their planning, but as a general overview, they are not super involved in the little details that mean a lot more to the bride mm-hmm. generally, mm-hmm. but they love helping you with the cake tasting mm-hmm. because it's so much fun. They get mm-hmm. to eat cake. They get to have their opinion heard and they're a part of it. So Having that be a date night really brings your future husband involved into your decision making. As someone who constantly would say my wedding to my husband, <laughs> he didn't appreciate that. <laughs> so, yeah, it, it definitely brings him into having his opinion on something that means something to both of you. Eating each other cake. This could go oh. sloppy or this could go clean. Hmm. Just saying, it can go. It can go. It can go bad. There's pros and cons to cake smashing. That's that's for sure. I don't think we did. We didn't smash. We were cake. really nice. We were super other. careful. We, me and Piper, both have. We're we're gonna play opposite sides of this because I have a different opinion on it. <laughs> but we're gonna we're gonna give you the pros and cons, and you can decide for yourself because this is this is very unique to the couple. Um, so personally, I am pro cake smash. I think it is, which is another reason I think cake should be near the tail end of the deal, um, <laughs> because you know, it can ruin your makeup. It can stain your dress and all of that stuff. But I honestly, I think it's such a fun way, uh, like cake toppers to add just a little bit of personality. It's, it's that extra step that not everybody does. Um, but it really shows the couple, being lighthearted and being fun-loving and it, there is a messy side to life in general and if you can approach that with a fun-loving sweet sentiment I think that's beautiful I think it's adorable and the photos of cake smashing is yeah, priceless absolutely <laughs> that's the most organic happy photo you'll ever get at a wedding Right, I I think it's fun. I'm a prankster. I like. I kind of like a little smear, you know. You're just yeah, like, you, you go in, like, be really nice, then just like. <laughs> I, I have a totally different opinion. I mean, I there is a legend that people who do cake smash are doomed for divorce. Oh, that is man. that is totally opinion, and don't ever take yes. superstitions for for facts. But we'll rack it up as a con. Yeah, it, we'll rack it up as one of the cons. Um, but you also. 
have a very high likelihood of staining your dress. Do you want to do that? <laughs> it, you also have a very high likelihood of ruining your makeup. And if my husband got frosting on my false eyelashes, <laughs> I would be so upset. That would not make me in a good mood for the rest of the night. And maybe that's just a personal flaw of mine. <laughs> if you share that opinion, I think you should take that into account because men don't do makeup. And they're not going to purposely avoid your eyelashes. They don't understand. Eyelash no, glue yeah. and grease do not go together. <laughs> and they just, they won't know. Um, unless you have a very, you know, makeup-oriented fiancé. Um, in the, which case, I think definitely discuss this beforehand. Definitely. Husbands, grooms out there, do not just assume there is a cake smash involved. Please have a discussion before your wedding. If you are going to do it, it needs to be respectful because I think that's one of the things that I think is the biggest con is if it looks kind of like disrespectful. Yeah. I'm just going to shove this whole cake in your face. Um, but I think it can be done nicely mm-hmm. and cute and make great pictures. Yeah, I that is one thing we will most definitely agree on is have the conversation before you cut your cake. Maybe at your cake tasting. And honestly, I... That's a I, good idea. I do bring it up in cake tastings. I'll bring up the traditions. I'll bring up the the extra things you won't ever think of. Because that may account for the red food, red velvet. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Oh, yeah, it it comes yeah. into play. If you're going to do a dye, or a colored cake or a, a crazy color buttercream or... My cake was bright blue. Oh. Yeah. Whoa. Don't smear that on my face. Do not <laughs> smear that. Blue is a good one. Blue will get you a stain and you'll look a little bruised. I used to cake decorate. I would come home looking battered and it was <laughs> it, double entendre. It was just batter. It was cake batter or buttercream, really. Um, but no, it's definitely something to discuss and I'll make little mentions of it during a consult and just say, so when you guys feed each other your first bite or smash it all over each other's faces... And most of the time, they'll chuckle in agreement or they'll, oh, absolutely not. And I'm like, okay, this is a conversation that's happening now. (laughs) We know that this is something that could potentially happen. And I don't need to be a part of the conversation. Just make sure that we're just going to put that out there so it doesn't it doesn't become the the reason gets blindsided for a fight later. (laughs) Exactly. Red velvet and blue cakes are for the gentle husband, but the savage husband, we vanilla. should be doing Stick vanilla. With vanilla. Stick cre- with vanilla. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Vanilla. I don't recommend any of our fruit fillings. We make yeah. real raspberry fruit fillings that are just delicious, but they will stain your wedding dress. Absolutely. Sure. I have a story about raspberry filling later. Oh, no. So it's going to be good. Um, but yeah, yeah that I... I concur with everyone. And I think this is a big part of the whole wedding experience is learning to communicate. Mm -hmm. So let's do it beforehand. Let's talk Mm -hmm. about the cake smashing part. Absolutely. One person's not comfortable. No one should do it. Yeah. Yeah. Just be nice. (laughs) I also had a a couple that were like, oh, we're just going to wear like a tux version and a bride or a wedding dress version of a raincoat. Like a little rain turtle coat thing. And then all bets are off. It was adorable, but... You know, that what that's not for everybody. You don't necessarily want to wear plastic on your wedding day. Maybe don't wear the raincoat. <laughs> okay. Anyone ever hear of a groom cake? Oh yeah. No, I've yeah. never heard of that. Yeah. I ha- really? I had not yeah. heard of this before. Really? And now I go back to our wedding day and I'm like, what in the world was I not informed of this? <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, what you wouldn't have? Would you have chosen one? I had the cake topper. <laughs> <laughs> no, I had the I had the top tier. What was that? You don't for first anniversary. I don't remember anything. Yeah. <laughs> it, was it was delicious. It was, cake, it was sweet and just like you. Yes, it was just like you, honey. Oh yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> this is what what business I'm in. Setting yes. them up. Yeah, that's right. yeah, for for the good the good husband. So talk to us. Have about you ever groom's had cakes. a groom's cake? Yeah. What's up? Oh yeah. Okay. okay. We have had several several groom's cakes, and typically, I think I love them. I think it's a cute way uh, for the the groom that may not be as involved in all of the crazy chaotic details. So normally, it's a surprise. Yeah. Oh. Most often, it is a surprised gift to do for your groom or for your your. Oh, very cool. Uh, okay. Son, son in law, husband, your wife, really anyone. If you depending on who's more involved in the the cake ordering process. We had somebody order a like gender reveal cupcake mm-hmm. for their friend. Yeah, it's at their wedding to have their little. So I mean it doesn't have to be like huh. for the groom, but mm-hmm. generally traditionally it is. It is. Yeah. Okay. And we like we did a wedding cake on May 4th, a couple years back when I was decorating. Um, for Star Wars fans out there, it's May, May the 4th. 4th be with you. Yes. Very cute. Um and I was a decorator back then. I got to make a stormtrooper helmet carved to look like a stormtrooper helmet and decorated and all that jazz. A couple weeks ago, we did an armadillo cake from Steel's of, or Steel Magnolias. Uh, it, oh, red velvet. Yeah, Red velvet. It looked just like the movie. And, you know, it was it was weird to look at, but it looked <laughs> great. my favorite. It was movie. the whole point. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, I think it's a really cute way to... Um, do just that little extra something special for your your person. Especially if you of. can't come to your cake tasting, it's easier to like make it a special little mm-hmm. secret that he doesn't know about and that you can surprise him on your big day. Um, which, you know, if he's not there for the tasting, if maybe he works a lot or he wasn't able to come, it's just a nice way to to make him feel special on your wedding day. Obviously, he's there, but all eyes are on the bride generally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> That's probably why we don't hear much about groom cakes. But <laughs> anyway. Oh, I'll I'll go crazy. I did an Apache helicopter one time. I did oh, a yeah. toolbox one time. Wow. Like they get, get married no again. I know. Let's yeah. go. Let's 20, cool. 25th anniversary. Yeah. Let me yeah. give you my business card for a cake tasting. <laughs> yeah, I'm sweat that real, real fast. We go we'll do that for our anniversary date. We'll go Bring to Miranda. Cake tasting. She's a kid. She counts. Bring oh, your kids. Oh, I'll yeah. get you more cupcakes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, just a quick thought. If uh let's say couple shows up cake tasting little disagreement about flavors want both um but we go with the brides because she's always right guys <laughs> no pick seriously both. Mm-hmm. pick both we pick can a groom's do cake do the groom's oh. cake yeah. that's fair do a groom's cake it's, <laughs> that is it's fair. definitely a good way to like i said include the groom or include your your person in that celebration specifically choosing the flavor that they love that you absolutely just it wasn't for you not everybody loves carrot cake you know but my husband loves carrot cake we're gonna make his groom's cake carrot cake it works so perfect. he can have it and he everything else the whole thing. is gonna be pumpkin because it's a fall wedding and i want it <laughs> yeah <laughs> yes psl cake yeah we oui. hey i got married in october this is a personal experience of mine it, fits. it definitely fits was ben a carrot cake guy um, Ben, no, he, his cake, we did a groom's cake. Um, he didn't get it decorated cause he, he gets really special birthday cakes that are his little 
decorated ones, but he just wanted to make sure that we had this flavor that he actually made up. We don't have this flavor, but we made it for (laughs) Ben. It was a strawberry streusel cake, which we can do on custom order, but it was a, yeah, real strawberries in the cake, strawberry filling. Yeah, it was super good. That was actually the cake that we did save. We decided that we didn't want to save the cake for that, you know, one year anniversary. We're like, we can just order another one very last minute and like the end of the night when almost the entire dessert table was empty, he goes, we have to save a piece of cake for our anniversary. (laughs) So whole 360 on that decision. And I was like, oh, we have to make sure there's some left. So we found a slice of his strawberry streusel and saved it. Slice a slice of cake is yeah, hard to save that. for a year. Yeah. <laughs> that's Definitely. all I'm gonna say. A lot of cellophane. Yep. <laughs> a lot of cellophane. <laughs> Roll so it too. Was this a groom's cake or was this a top tier of your cake? No, this was actually a groom's cake. Yeah. I had two tiered cakes because I love cake yeah. and I also had a dessert bar. Because um, you love dessert. Because I love dessert. And let, like I said, I you need the options. You need the lemon bar bites as well as cake. Um you gotta have the cake cutting mm. and then, you know, treats that you can enjoy. So he picked a cake. I decorated it, but he he got to pick his flavor. So we kind of met in the middle there. I had a I had an aesthetic I was going for. <laughs> okay, we're gonna peel the band-aid off of an awkward topic. Okay, do it. So this is probably something that uh, a bride or a groom hasn't thought of yet, but if they are, who pays for the wedding cake? I mean, right, like from anybody. the trenches, from the trenches. I know you, like someone has to pay for it. Yeah, someone, f- yeah. From your experience, what is kind of like the, I don't know if tradition is right word maybe, but what, what are your thoughts? I mean, traditionally it is the bride's parents. Um, and uh, we definitely, it. there's not a wrong answer to this question, really. Agreed. Um Traditionally, it is the bride's parents, and and that goes back to dowries and all that crazy stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, But really, I think, uh, personally, it's a beautiful sentiment when the maid of honor or the best man or someone does these little little acts of kindness as small hints to the gift I've had, or to the, the couple. I've had couples that um, they'll pay their deposit uh, just to get their their name on a calendar, and then someone will call me and tell me as just a surprise. Don't tell them I'm doing this, but refund that, charge my card, and pay for it outright. And it ends up being like oh, that's the sweet. bride's sister or yeah. just so cool. someone to to benefit mm-hmm. the the bride and groom. Um, and I think it's a really a sweet sentiment, but it's there's really not a specific answer to that question gotcha mm-hmm. you know yeah. modern families you know you don't have to have that traditional we don't have dowries anymore mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. <laughs> so exactly. we can we can make it our own and um a lot of times the bride and groom will pay for it but i like you said it's so sweet when a family member or somebody wants to do something maybe off registry for their mm-hmm. their friends yeah that's good good points love that I still don't really know who should pay for it, but I'm all in. I'll buy cake. Yeah. <laughs> the really my... sweet uncle that's like, I'm going to buy your cake. A, right. A fun uncle. Yeah. A fun uncle. That's pretty much what it buys is. Buys the cake. That's cool. That's what we're going to say. That's the law now. Fun uncle <laughs> buys the cake. 
fun uncle buys a cake. And then there has to be an uncle cake at the wedding. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's a cupcake. It's the uncle cupcake. <laughs> we'll call it the Funkle cupcake. The Funkle cupcake. <laughs> That's awesome. I love that. So what are some trends that you guys are seeing for modern weddings? Yeah. Um, I'd say a lot of the, the most common designs that I've seen are going to be birch trees or like aspen Ooh. trees. Uh, things that uh, they look Natural. very realistic. Mm-hmm. Um, but like you said, kind of natural. Um, and with that, you can get a little bit more personal and a little more, more creative. You can do the carved hearts with the, his and her plus, like plus initials, all that fun Mm -hmm. stuff. The wedding date. Um, Oh, on the birch. Like that's carving a tree. Almost like you're carving into the the tree track. And it's super cute. And it's a really fun, more personal, less traditional modern mm-hmm. kind of design that I've seen a lot of. Um, but we do still, wow, we do still <laughs> definitely get uh, more of those traditional designs. We've had um, kind of some throwback designs happen as of late. Yeah. Did some pillar cakes a while ago. Pillars and fountains. Pillars, fountains, all Bring that the 80s stuff. back. <laughs> wow. Wow, cool. Yeah. Um, I'd say rough or rough textured ice cakes, so things like uh, what we call our Jesse ice is going to be like that horizontal rough ridge texture almost mm-hmm. looks like a like stripes mm-hmm. going up the sides or what we call our grandma ice and it's more sporadic rough ice textures um, and then incorporating things like fresh floral and your toppers and little elements that make the design really specific to the couple i think our pacific northwest location also you know attributes to the fact that it's very botanical and nature oriented Mm -hmm. we got a lot of that going on for us here we Mm -hmm. have beautiful rivers Mm -hmm. and mountains and people are getting married in these a lot of outdoor weddings yes definitely so Mm -hmm. people are kind of tying in their venue with their design the sweet frostings do you also provide the fresh florals on the cakes or so we don't provide it, okay. but we do work uh, hand in hand with. Uh, We're not other growing your flowers. Vendors. Yeah, <laughs> we can get you flowers. We we do work with uh, some florists in the area that um, are amazing to work with, and okay. they are very very talented and knowledgeable in their craft. So do they come in to? I mean, do they come into the bakery to do that? We can direct or? order them for you if you know what types of flowers you want, and okay. then we can place them on the. Fl- you don't have to worry about a thing. You just tell us what you want, and we collaborate with the florist. We get them direct delivered to us. We place them in your cake in a safe and you know non toxic cool. way. Yeah. Okay. Um, depending on what flowers you get, some are poisonous. So yes. we are knowledgeable in which are and which are not, and we'll make sure that you are just. Worry-free on your wedding day. Definitely. But we also collaborate with other um, florists. So if you have a specific florist that Mm -hmm. you want to work with, um, we do talk about that in our our consultations. If you want fresh flowers, um, we are happy to to collaborate with that florist or that florist can totally place them on themselves. But, you know, like Mm -hmm. we said, are they aware of some toxic flowers? What flowers are you planning on putting? You know, we kind of do a little bit of... Yeah, so like with the, the florist that we work with specifically, like Jessica was saying, um, I can if you are a hands-on bride and you want to work specifically with your florist and then your florist and I can correspond after the fact, 
by all means. If you are a little bit more hands-off and you give me a couple photos of what you're thinking as far as color schemes or flower types or do you want wildflowers or roses or super generic uh, explanations of the flowers, I can work with your florist for you and I can get them ordered and we can take that off your plate. So um, as far as the, the natural and the botanical and the, the wildflowers and all of that stuff, um, I'd say those are probably our most utilized trends, I would say. Awesome. So talk to us about um, when people should order their cake. Yeah. I think this is a huge discussion. It's so a great question. Th- it really this, is. This could go into a blog post if it needs to, but um, I, I, I don't know. There's a style to wedding cakes <laughs> that has to align with the style of your wedding. And it's a most common question, but it's very easily answered. It really is. Perfect. It's honestly, I, we at Sweet Frostings, we recommend four to six months. Four to six months uh, getting that, that order process started. There's a couple reasons as to why we prefer it that way. Um, giving us that much lead time, four months is probably, I'd say, one of the closer to the minimum. Um, six months is that prime spot. With that lead time, we can understand like we aren't the only bakery in Spokane and we all shop at the same place. Mm -hmm. We can make sure that we have the appropriate expectation months in advance, making sure that we know what ingredients we're going to need, what we're going to need to order more of to make sure these orders happen specifically. Um, It gives us a good idea for what to expect. Um, Ordering it a little bit more in advance like that. Wedding cakes can be expensive. Weddings in general can be expensive. Um, being able to have a little bit more time to break up those payments a little bit more is a lot easier on everybody's pocketbooks. Um, And then, I mean, the most obvious is just going to make sure that your bakery has that availability, making sure that they aren't overbooked um, and being on a first-come, first-served basis for the the most part with bakeries. Um, First-come, first-served, getting in at that about six-month mark is going to be ideal. You may not know it, but you might have the most popular wedding date of 2023. Oh, my goodness. And if you call us two weeks before the wedding, we may not be able to fit you in. So, I mean, call us for sure. We'll see what we can do. We will bend over backwards and do a backflip if we can. But we we are only human. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. Absolutely. I had a uh, mother of a bride, I believe, uh, a couple weeks ago call me and ask, hey, I think it was a Thursday. She says, hey, my daughter's getting married on Saturday. We don't have a wedding cake. We had one, fell through, didn't work out, this, that, or the other thing. And we did. We made we made the cake happen. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think we they opted for delivery. I think it was a personal decision for them to pick it up. Um, but it was something that in what we typically ask four to six months notice for, it can be done, but it, it is rushed and it does cause that stress and that that chaos inside mm-hmm. uh, yourselves within all of this. Something that happens a, a lot with um, couples when they ask a friend to make their cake for them or they have a somebody that they know who says they make cakes and so many of them call us three days, two weeks before their wedding, like really last minute saying, Crying. This person, yeah, crying. <laughs> this person can't Aww. do it anymore. Yeah. They got sick. They this and that. You know, there's a thousand reasons why. I mean, we believe you should go with a professional just because mm-hmm. it will make your day so much less mm-hmm. stressful. That's um, true. And 
worth every penny. It really is because you will have a cake there. It will be on time. It will be delivered or, I mean, it'll be ready for you to pick up, whatever you choose. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that that level of stress that that can cause a bride mm-hmm. a week week of her wedding when there's a thousand other things that they're trying to get taken care of. Um, we just recommend professionals professional cake makers i recommend the delivery too yeah it was amazing oh, yeah. i sure. really yeah. do i yeah. really do because you you don't think about it until you're there holding a four-tier cake that oh wow the traveling I'm just remembering yeah. the pothole on second street yeah. or i'm just now realizing the driveway to my venue like up at Arborcrest, is that steep and it's windy that can be scary mm-hmm. this this is something that we do literally 40 or more hours a week. All we over do Spokane. this mm-hmm. yeah. all day, every day, every week, all year long. We are so comfortable with cakes. We mm-hmm. know the tips and tricks. It's like breathing to us. It's normal. So cool. So it's what could be scary and chaotic, we will explain to you as being super simple because we are so familiar with it. But then in the moment of doing it, the last thing you want to do is take a corner too sharp and all four tiers fall into your car seat in the back seat. You know and what I mean? <laughs> call, just call sweet just have them remake help us out <laughs> we'll help you out i mean you know you call us <laughs> i will see what i can do <laughs> yeah and i think it would be smart for them for a bride to already know uh the venue or at least a couple Definitely. of places are really looking at and mm-hmm. bring that up at the cake tasting because i mean it, it sounds to me like there's more to a delivery than just when having a refrigerator a, there yeah we also exactly. offer setup too yep. so mm-hmm. we can do we can take everything off your hands. We really try to make the wedding experience a good one. And if yeah. that means you not stressing, then we will we will do whatever that takes. So we can set it up. We can display it. I've had brides give me diagrams of where they want it on the plates. I mean, do you. It's your wedding. We will be there to set it up. Like That was the best, though. I think the wedding was at 4 and at 310. I don't know who it was. Was the delivery guy? I don't know what his oh, name was. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, anyway, but anyway, he comes popping in with all the cupcakes, and it's just like, oh yeah, there's the fridge right there. Mm-hmm. Yay! Yeah, it's cool. That's like the last thing on my mind. Exactly. So yeah. it's just nice to have that. Taken exactly, care. and it's it's one less added stress, especially on a day when there are so many moving parts. Yep. Mm-hmm. And things you wouldn't necessarily think of, like the driveway mm-hmm. or the pothole. Or mm-hmm. if there's a frid- enough fridge space for mm-hmm. this much dessert, you know, it's one less thing you have to worry. And it's about. not the bride usually worrying about it. Yeah, at that point, it's, it's usually the it's mother. Usually of the it's mother. usually the mother of the bride, and the mother. And I was of having the bride, a bad hair day that day, so right? It's like one of those things. It's like the last That'll thing on my whole husband. day. Exactly, the mother of the bride <laughs> wants to be there, ooing and awing over her sweet uh, baby girl yeah. or her son or whoever, yeah. and you just—that's not something that you want to no. have to worry about. Yep. Yeah. So what information should we, what, what, if I was going to come order a cake for my wedding today, mm-hmm. what should I know in advance? And I feel like we covered a little bit of this already, but what yeah. should I know in advance? Um, I feel like at a minimum, really just know, obviously know the date of your wedding, tentatively planned or planned outright. Know when you're hoping to get married. Um, the reason for that is the season, the location, and then obviously the venue. The season and the location are going to be pretty pivotal options when it comes to designing your wedding cake. Um, For example, if you're having an outdoor wedding in the heat of August, I do not recommend a semi-naked ice cake. I don't, I don't recommend it because there is no buttercream to help keep that cake standing up tall. 
the buttercream is going to help keep it keep it standing and give it a little bit more structure. Um, knowing the location or the venue um, is going to help because if you want to get married at the historic Davenport in the Marie Antoinette ballroom, you probably mm-hmm. aren't going to want to do a super crazy Tardis cake, you know? Um, you don't necessarily need to have all of your details figured out, but having a good idea for how many people you're serving, what time of year, what location, what kind of dessert are you looking for? Um, and really from there, I can help figure stuff out at least enough uh, to get a good, to get the ball rolling, really. And then we can make changes along the way if we need to. I was just going to ask that. Like, okay, so we know all the basics. Mm-hmm. We've got a date on the calendar. Definitely. We've got the prepayment in. Three months later, we're deciding the colors. No, that's wrong. The colors have already been chosen, probably. But the little details, <laughs> I mean, the things yes. that make the cake special. Colors might change. Flavors, I, yeah. Colors you can not? change. Two, two weeks ago, I was confirming my weddings. And that's that's kind of answers your question. Um, you're able to make, at least with sweet frostings, you're able to make the changes that you need because we get that you're going to get your RSVPs a lot closer to. Some people might not RSVP and just show up. You have a better estimation on what you need. Yeah. Um, about two weeks prior to the date of. A guesstimate is all we need before mm-hmm. that. But two weeks, we'll give you a call. We'll go over everything one more time. Exactly. If we made, placed this order six months ago, I don't expect you to remember everything. I give you a copy, but we'll we'll go over it if you lost it or if anything happens. Mm-hmm. Like, Exactly. And like I was saying, I had a bride call and say we completely scrapped all of the colors that we had talked about. They were originally going with cool tone blues and teals and very pretty elegant kind of deal and now she wants more pinks and orange and sunsetty kind of vibes and okay sounds good send me those color swatches i'll reconfigure it let me know what you think i'm happy to make those changes for you and work with you in making those changes but like jessica said just having a guesstimate having mm-hmm. a basic understanding of where when how many perfect Love that. What's the favorite? What's everyone's favorite usually? Like, can oh, you guys yeah. have? Is there I mean, one cake that's all of it? Favorite yeah. flavor. <laughs> favorite. We, favorite flavor. We pick our favorites based on our mood. You mm-hmm. know, we we really love do. cake, but you know, the most popular for weddings, I'd have to say, is going to be salted caramel, strawberry champagne for cakes or cupcakes. For for, for either. either one. Okay. For yeah. Either. Yeah. These are just the strawberry flavors. champagne is my favorite. Yeah. Oh, so good. And, yes. For the wedding. Yeah. Strawberry yeah. champagne. And these are just specifically weddings. These mm-hmm. are not like our mm-hmm. most popular right. store weddings. Right. These are our wedding mm-hmm. flavors that are the most popular. Um, strawberry champagne, of course. And then lemon raspberry. Um, mm. So those are really the the big wedding flavors that you will get a lot. Um, they're delicious homemade cakes with real ingredients from Sweet Frostings. But we, we do a decadent like chocolate. Mm-hmm. And we do, like she said, carrot cake, red velvet. You know, you can really make Special it order. personal. Yeah. Um, it doesn't have to be those flavors. And we do a full cake tasting. Mm-hmm. So you can try anything you want and then pick from that. Sounds fun. It is yeah. very fun. <laughs> Absolutely. Some and people tell me it's the funnest part of their wedding planning. <laughs> I, I've been told that on several occasions. And then following that, I've been invited to a couple weddings. And it really <laughs> warms my heart. I love hearing that. Um, but I, something I would add to the uh, 
popular flavors and such um, is don't necessarily choose a flavor based on what you think all of your guests are going to like. Because, yes, it's, it's nice, it's a sweet sentiment to include everyone in your wedding planning. Um, but really, this is your celebration. This is, we're here for you guys. We're here for the couple. We're here to celebrate you. Um, and I, this is my just little nugget of wisdom whenever anybody comes in just to the storefront wanting to order or pick up a dozen cupcakes for a party they're going to. Well, how do you pick? There's so many flavors. They all look so good. I'm going to tell you right now, pick the flavors that you like. Pick an assortment of flavors that you love. That way your friends, they still have a selection to pick from. And they'll still love your guests them. Still, of course. Yes. Everyone is delicious. I yeah. can guarantee it. But pick flavors that you're going to love, that you're going to enjoy eating. Because your guests will then still have a selection. They still have their assortment. But then whatever's left, you're still going to like. You're still going to enjoy. And everything Obvious, you do is a reflection of you as a couple. Exactly. And obviously with weddings, it is a little bit different because there are pieces of the cake that are specifically for the bride and groom. Um, but it's like Jessica said, with weddings, it's more of a reflection of the couple. If, I, if I'm allergic to citrus or if I'm intolerant to citrus, <laughs> you're probably not going to find lemon bars at my wedding. Well, You'll no still guest find goes, lemon bars at my wedding. Good. Oh, I can't believe they didn't have that salted caramel. Oh, yeah. That's no it. one's going to be like, how <laughs> dare, dare they? Piper not provide me a lemon bar? at her wedding because I ordered them and they were just in my dressing room. They were with me. That's why the wedding was a little late. I had a little Claritin nap. Uh, They're that good and I will do it. I will still have lemon. (laughs) So if there's dietary restrictions, obviously bring this up. Oh, yeah. There's a way around your your situation. There's a way around it. And we get this all the time, whether it's the bride or maybe it's your the bride's mother. You know, if there's a one person at your wedding who you really want to make sure they're involved, or there's everybody. Every single family member of mine is gluten free. You know, like we have. <laughs> well, and that's a very popular thing now. Yeah, I've... we we have all sorts of allergy options from egg allergies, milk allergies, gluten allergies. We can really get you what you need. We can also cover all your bases. We have a vegan and gluten-free mm-hmm. option, which is delicious. And we have many flavors for you to choose from in that option. So if people wanted to cover all their bases, I'm not sure, but I think I have a couple friends who have this dairy intolerance or allergy Get a couple cupcakes on the side. You don't have to nice. get them a whole cake. Mm-hmm. We serve these cupcakes all the time. So if you order just a couple to go with your cake or your dessert bar, and it's just perfect. So people won't be like, oh, that weird bar, oat bar over there is for, for <laughs> me. No, you're part of it. You're included. Mm-hmm. You have a special cupcake or a cake, and it is something you can eat and mm-hmm. feel safe doing so. Definitely. Yeah, agreed. Well, before we... Close things down here. Um, just give us a few of the finer points of frosting. We got. We all want to know what's the difference between fondant and buttercream. Ooh, I mean, <laughs> so much. <laughs> there's, there's a lot of difference between they are the two. Incomparable. The fondant I like to describe to as edible play-doh. Yeah, yeah. you have to roll that out. Is that like a? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's a it's a hand rolled and and when it comes to like fondant toppers, they're handcrafted and. It is exactly like Jessica said. It is an edible Play-Doh. And just public service announcement, we are in the Pacific Northwest. We do say fondant, not fondant. <laughs> not fondant and definitely not fondue. That is cheese. You do not want a fondue cake. It is fondant. 
Fondant. The only person who's allowed to say fondant is fondant is Buddy from Cake Boss. Met him. He's very nice. He's such a sweet man. Yes, <laughs> such a sweet, sweet man. He is the only one I will let slide. Fondant and his his it's a crew. genuine accent. But it is fondant. Not for us. It's <laughs> not macaroon. It's macaron. Macaron. Yep, that's another one. It's like macaroni, but you stop. Macaron. <laughs> macaron works. Macaron yeah. is also. Macaron. I there are two different thought products, it was actually. Macaron the, and macaron. Yeah, macaron is a. Wait, that's coconut, isn't coconut. it? Yeah. A macaroon. Right. Yeah. A macaron is your French. Right. It's like macaroni. But But isn't macaron? It's not macaron. Macaron is also. Yeah. I mean, it's all accent based. Fondant is still fondant. Fondant. (laughs) It's just (laughs) just with the the wrong phonetics. So, Um, go ahead. Sorry, but I was going to say to answer your question, uh, there's not one better than the other, really. It's going to be determined mostly by where you are, what time of year you're in. Um, do you need ex- the buttercream, the extra layer? Do you need the fondant even more so to help lock in colder temperatures or really any of that? And it's personal preference too. Really, yeah, really personal preference and kind Plus of the design like elements it. that you're looking for. If you're looking for something super specific that you need to have um, like a marbling design, you want the marble um it, it's texture, yeah. Texture. I mean, you smooth. can you can do some anything you feel has to be done in fondant can probably be done in buttercream as well. It can. It just Most will it, be yeah. a little bit, a little bit different here and there. Like they are very like yeah, polar and opposite. Ultimately, things. it's like I said, there's no right or wrong answer to any of it. But photos of what you're describing are definitely going to help. Because I can look at a cake, I can look at a smooth iced white cake next to a white cake that's all covered in white fondant, and I can tell you which one's which. Oh, it's yeah, me too. It is a superpower. Yeah. <laughs> the I, trick uh, to it is look at those edges. <laughs> look at the edges. Mm-hmm. If they're crisp and like almost 90, that's most likely buttercream. Mm-hmm. If they have a little bit of like Curve. a... Around. Is it like when you slice into that, mm-hmm. does the fondant ever... Is that right? Fondant? Fondant? Does it ever pull away <laughs> from the cake? Have you ever had that happen? Not necessarily fall away from the cake. Um, or separate? No. Be- so okay. there is a layer of buttercream between cake oh, and fondant okay, okay. so that it can adhere. That is sometimes the biggest selling point for people because you yeah. can get a lot of frosting Just under saying. fondant. You can get a, a lot of extra frosting under that fondant for sure. If you want, yeah. <laughs> um, huh. But no, it doesn't necessarily fall away because the uh, buttercream is, whether it's cold or has met room temperature, um, it's sticking, it the sugar together to each other. It's all stuck together. Um with, I mean, maybe your last slice yeah. might fall apart. But. The last slice may, like, topple over, and the, the fondant may, like... But that's Ben's that. slice, so you just freeze Yeah, that. it's Ben's slice. We're saving that for the anniversary. You ready? Ben's slice. Uh-huh. Okay, I promised you the uh, raspberry filling story. Yes. Ooh. I got a random text from Jessica. Okay. Hey, do you think there's a way we could see how long a cake would last? You yeah. know where I'm going? Cake at the Lake. Mm-hmm. I recall Cake at the Lake quite fondly. No, I mean, I think I gave Doyle a cake. Where did we take that? Where it was in our back, it? on our deck in the hot that. sun. Yeah. And we were timing it to see Do how long it would take to melt. And we were like, it'll take 10 minutes. It'll take maybe half an hour, an hour. Yeah. We 
just wouldn't melt. It did not melt. It, it was, was in a hot sun for two hours. And I mean, you could see where it was cracking a little yeah. bit because butter is butter. And yeah. You can see the butter cream. Which yeah. Is great. Okay. And it might have a few bubbles, but it, it didn't like topple over or anything like crazy like I was expecting after yeah. like three hours. How I know. long did we leave it in the It was three hours. Night? Yeah. And so at about two hours, I'm like, okay, this is done. It's time for some fun. So I got a hairdryer out and I pointed it right at the cake, right off the frame in the we camera. We were testing. We were testing. And finally it popped out. Some of the orange or the, the raspberry, kind of bled. It, it bled out just a little bit. That and is then so funny. I hit it with a hammer, made it. Nice. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> you know, like we're going to put the worst kind of cake. I think it was like a semi-naked raspberry, raspberry filled vanilla cream cheese cake like wow. the softest most temperamental yeah ingredients you can put in direct sunlight definitely and it just wouldn't die yeah and it's i know it had Three a hour. lot of <laughs> I, I don't know it, i mean it's probably like a rarity but. yeah there there is the the chance that that was just kind of a one-off <laughs> it was the the holy trinity of cake and yeah. filling and buttercream i but, mean we made it so it was great but it yeah. was just you know, not. I expected it to be more volatile, and definitely not something you want to test day of your wedding. No, yeah. I will say. You know, <laughs> don't take the risk. Yeah, this don't is take extreme. The risk. Uh, well, this is an extreme, extreme durability taking. test. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love it. I'll, I'll I'll have to say though, the tasting that I had after the melted cake. Oh, so good. Oh, warm, warm, oh, I bet. warm cake is so good. Cake sitting out in <laughs> the sun will melt and it'll look terrible, but it will taste it's so good, delicious, so sweet. All right, well, um, so finish this off with some stats. I'm excited to hear this. I've heard some stories over the years about the kind of things that Sweet Frostings goes through to make Blissful Bake Shop happen. Talk I, to us. I didn't bring a ton of stats, but I did, yeah. I did talk to my, um, you know, one of my orderers and she was like, okay, I mean, we order an average of this amount of sugar and this is how much we calculated a year and this is kind of a low ball. Um, 65,000 pounds <laughs> of sugar. And I'm just going to grab my calculator really quick and figure out how many tons that is. Because that is. Is that just powdered sugar or is that all sugar? That's just, I think it's brown and granulated sugar. That's 26 tons of sugar. You heard it here. That's amazing. So, you know, we are sweet and we use real ingredients, we use real butter. Um, I don't have the weight of that butter, but holy cow, I bet it's I bet it's probably equivalent to that amount of sugar, probably about sixty five thousand pounds of sugar wow. a year. Um, we go through tons and tons of ingredients. we We love what we do. We have a passion for it. And as long as we can keep doing it, um, we are, we will be happy. And we just want to make people's day special, whether that's a a wedding, a birthday, an anniversary. Um, and that's, I think that's one thing we didn't mention. You don't have to freeze your anniversary cake. You can always order a fresh one. Ah. Yeah. And if people are moving, that's one of the things I always like, do you plan on moving in a year? Like you're just getting married. If you do plan on moving, just order a fresh one. Mm -hmm. And a lot can happen in a year. And that's yeah. something that you should probably think of is there could be like your freezer goes out. Mm -hmm. You yeah. don't know about it and everything thaws in there. You have to throw it all away. At that point, still give us a call. We'll order an anniversary cake then. It's totally fine. Yeah, and you can remake exactly. You can what, remake yeah, what yeah. we did last year, and we definitely yeah. will hold on to the information and 
or like the photo references and the order form mm-hmm. and all We've of We've also the done some like 60th anniversary cakes. Mm-hmm. We have some really old film pictures that are, do not even have any sort of detail. There is very little contrast, but a whole lot of brightness. Yes. Oh, that's <laughs> we'll and they out. want us yeah. to replicate it. And we're like, you know what? We will try based off your photo, you know, but it's really sweet. Just getting these old photos and trying to replicate this cake that was made, you know, 60 some years ago. <laughs> it is really cute well thank you for being here and that wraps up our episode for today um, so just a quick shout out to all of our guests who would like to um, or anyone that could potentially be a guest on the podcast all we ask is that you send us an email to podcast at Apple Brides and um, all our guests are welcome to request topics interviews and ask any questions that, that can be answered so we recommend that any, even if you're not going to be on the podcast, send in your questions because we'll make them answered. Um, if you're interested in getting your business noticed in front of thousands of brides every year, consider advertising your wedding business on applebrides.com and all of our other platforms. You can find us on social media, all of our podcast platforms, and please do join our mailing list. We'd appreciate it. And you follow can, Sweet Frostings. Yeah. And that's the way we're going to end this is... <laughs> How in the world can a bride or a groom or couples come find Sweet Frostings? Where can we find you? You can you can find us. We are very easily found. Sweet Frostings, <laughs> any of our locations, we have retail locations. You can also email Piper at events at sweetfrostingsbakeshop.com. You can also follow us on Instagram at Sweet Frostings, TikTok at Sweet Frostings, Facebook, sweetfrostingsbakeshop.com. Or, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Well, thank you for being here. Appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, thank Very you nice for having to, us. Yeah, to thank know you. This is, yeah. this is definitely a lot of fun.